Hello, my friends, and welcome to the More You Know podcast. This is Noelle Ames speaking, and today I want to dive into the one decision that we all make a million times throughout our lives, and it's the decision we don't even know we're making. (laughs) I personally didn't think that I even had a choice when it came to this. Um, I thought it was just kind of written already, and that's just the way that things were. And now that I know that I have a choice, it's made all of the difference. And I've tried to choose differently every single time because it makes a huge difference in my overall mood and just life. So the decision I'm talking about is letting the small things get to you. Those small mishaps, frustrations, irritations, whatever they are, just the unfortunate events, the little just unfortunate like, man, I wish that wouldn't have happened kind of things. Do you let those control your mood? And oftentimes, like I said, I didn't think I had a choice in them. I thought like, you know, that's just those just are irritating and you just like have to be mad and you just have to let your mood, you know, go with that irritation for a while and you don't really have a choice in choosing differently. And then I realized, oh, (laughs) it doesn't have to be like that. And I do have the power to choose differently and to not let those little things become big things and, you know, bleed into the rest of my day. And so, yes, The little things I'm talking about are like stubbing your toe or getting stuck in traffic or getting cut off in traffic or forgetting something, obviously not on purpose, or spilling something or just those little things that are like, "Mm, man, I wish that wouldn't have happened. But you guys, I used to think like, like something like that would happen to me. For example, I just have to speak off of personal experience because that always feels most true to me, obviously. So right now I am in motherhood. And so the little things have definitely changed genre. (laughs) And so, for example, I had a series of unfortunate events this morning. I started it off by spilling a ton of milk. And if you know... If you've breastfed, you know how how precious that milk is. It's freedom. It literally is freedom. Every ounce is an ounce of freedom. <laughs> and so spilling it, I mean, is kind of really unfortunate because, I mean, wow. And then right after that, I also, you know, come downstairs and I'm like, all right, let's change this diaper. And all of a sudden there's poop coming towards me (laughs) without a diaper on him. And then he's peeing on his face. And it's just great, to be honest. It's everything I could have possibly asked for. (laughs) Oh, and then... I am walking to, I'm like, you know what, whatever, I'm doing good so far. And I'm walking to go sit down on the couch with him and I stub my toe and I'm like, man, (laughs) 
this is something else. And I caught myself laughing. And it was like an aha moment for me because I've been working on this so much because my past self would have been done for at the first unfortunate event. You know what I mean? Like I would have spilled that milk and I would have been mad. I would have been mad and I would have let it control my mood literally for the rest of the day. Everyone that interact, like Ryan would have woken up and I would have been like pissed at him for no reason. Like obviously because I spilled milk and it's, you know, on me and it, and like it would have been because of that, but not because of him for any reason. So I would have been projecting it onto him. I would have, Everything I did that day would have just been negative because I would have been so mad at that one moment. And it's like, you guys, what I always come back to is like, if I can't control it, if I literally have no control over it, I can't pretend like I do, right? Like when we get mad at ourselves for those things and we let them control our mood, we're literally like pretending like we're God, we're like saying like, oh, I could have, I could have prevented that from happening. It's like, no, if you could have, you would have, and then you wouldn't be here, right? Like, obviously we don't plan on stubbing our toe. We're not like, oh yeah, I think I'm going to stub my toe today. Like, that sounds like a total delight. No, obviously we don't plan those things. We don't plan to forget the meal that we were supposed to bring or forget our computer to when we get to school like we don't plan those things they just happen and if you can't control what's going on if it's uncontrollable then you have to give it freedom for your from your mind and so when little things like that happen I think the quicker that I can forgive myself even though I don't really think you need to forgive yourself it's just called being human But the quicker I can snap back into joy or snap back into peace, the better. So like right after I spilled the milk, obviously the first time I did that in my mothering experience, I wasn't this quick. But now that I've I've had my fair share of spilled milk (laughs) and that I'm really committed to staying in peace, I as soon as it was spilled, I was like, shoot. (laughs) And then I let it the frick go. I didn't think about it for another second. I didn't tell myself I was stupid or that I should have known better or that it, I didn't, you know, shame myself. I just was like, well, that happened. Obviously, I don't want it to happen again. Obviously, the next time I do that, I'm going to try to be more intentional. But like, I can't control what already did happen. So I'm going to give that peace from my mind and just let that go and take the lesson and go on forward. Then I get into the diaper change and I'm like, you know what? this is fun. Like, whatever. Like, life is way too short to be sweating that small stuff. And you guys, if you're constantly sweating the little things, the little things are your life. Life is an accumulation of a ton of little things, millions and millions of little things. So even if you don't let one little thing bleed for very long like if you try to get over it in like an hour or a couple hours that's still a couple hours of your life that you're just handing over and giving up for what for what 
Like, is that shame? Like, for example, if I would have been like, Noelle, you should have known better. You shouldn't have spilled that milk, whatever, like shamed myself. Do you think that would have made me like not do it again on accident? No, because I mean, I know that I don't want to do that. We know like the unfortunate things that happen. We obviously know we don't want that to happen. So being mad at ourselves for it happening doesn't help. Yes, like I said, you can if there's some lesson that you need to learn, like maybe there's an adjustment um, in what you're doing that could maybe prevent it from happening in the future. Absolutely. Do that. Take the lesson. But there doesn't need to be any shame wrapped around it. There doesn't need to be any like self-hatred in order for you to get there. Like you can just take the lesson and then move on you don't need to be like mad about it in order for the lesson to be learned and so my ultimate goal is every little thing just unfortunate events happen it's called living on earth and being a human but the quicker I get back to peace the better I feel and like you guys I sat down I just had three unfortunate events happen. Boom, boom, boom. And I sat down and I let them all go. And I just started reading my book, drinking my caffeine, petting my dog, staring at my baby, turned on the heater, got a cozy blanket. And I was like, any other day. It was like none of that happened because I chose to let it go. My past self would have probably not even allowed myself to do those following things. I would have been like, no, (laughs) you don't deserve to sit on the couch. You just spilt milk and you accidentally opened his diaper while he was going to the bathroom and you didn't pay attention enough when you were walking and stubbed your toe. Like you don't deserve to be happy. And it's just insanity to me. And I think we're doing it so often, right? Because like if I'm trying to apply this to my life before baby, it would be simple things like getting cut off in traffic. I would be like just mad about it. And it's like, okay, I could be mad. But like is that person going to uncut me off? No. Does my being mad, my emotion of anger change anything about what happened? No. So then, like, what's the use? Like, what are we actually trying to get out of this anger towards an uncontrollable event? I don't know. what I think we're trying to, like, shame ourselves into not doing it again. But it's, like, it's uncontrollable. (laughs) Like, we need to get rid of this idea that we can control the uncontrollable. That's just not reality. And as soon as we can let go of that, all of a sudden we can bring this, like, joyful, childlike behavior, not behavior, but um, perception to life. And all of a sudden life's not so serious all the time. And it's not so, ugh. (laughs) That's what I feel like I was. I was just constantly on edge. And it was, like, just waiting for the next little thing to just throw me off and it's like my ultimate goal in life is to be content 
It's not even to be peaceful or happy or joyful. I love those things and they come more often when my goal is to be content. But content is so much more attainable to me than peace. And peace is content to me. Like they seem very similar to me. But peace somehow seems just like this grandiose thing that's kind of unattainable. So I renamed it to content or contentment. I just always want to be content. And however I can get back to feeling content in my life, I'm going to do that. And I bring it into every decision that I make, every thought that I think, everything, every action that I make. And so when that's my ultimate goal, I bring it into these little things. They happen and I say, okay, I could get mad at myself, but would that make me feel content in this moment? No. That would just make me feel like I'm God and that I can control the uncontrollable and that's just irrational. So what's going to bring me back to feeling content? I was content before this little moment, this little mishap happened. So maybe if I just accept that this is life, that there are things I can't control and I am human and I'm going to make little mistakes every here and there, then I can just bless, release, and get back to feeling content because that's my ultimate goal. And these little things, they're not going to keep me from that because I choose to not allow them to keep me from that. And like I always say, I think that this is a huge act of self-love, right? Like the world is constantly trying to ask you to give up that contentment and I think you know content can also be replaced for loving yourself you know um I think it's hand in hand and so the world is constantly throwing these little things at you or you know it's just part of living on earth and it's asking you okay is your peace more important than this little thing that you can't control Or are you going to let yourself get consumed by this and just let go of your peace? Because obviously if you're doing that, your peace really isn't that important to you. It's not that high of a priority for you. Because if it was, you would do anything to choose that instead. You know what I mean? You guys, the little things. And you have to be really present in your life in order to... Be there to make this choice. You know what I mean? Like we, it's oftentimes, obviously, because they're little things, it's happening in the mundane things of life, right? You're, you're getting ready for the day and you, and you're, and you're going so fast that you're curling your hair and you, and you accidentally burn yourself on your neck and give yourself a pretend hickey. And it's like, you have to be there present enough to say, oh, shoot that was an accident. I could have maybe controlled that if I would have been a little bit more present and not as much in a rush. So maybe in the future, I will a lot more time for myself to curl my hair so I won't feel as rushed and I'll be able to be present with every curl and and feeling my hair as it slides through my hands and feeling the heat that comes from the iron and, you know, actually be there with it. That's my lesson from this. But I'm going to let it go. 
I'm not going to be mad at myself for the rest of the day for burning myself, right? I'm not even going to talk about it for another second. I'm not going to, you know, you see this happening, right? One little thing happens and then all of a sudden that person that it happened to, everyone that they interact with throughout the rest of the day hears about it, right? Like we're all like, just join me in my suffering, right? Suffering loves to be, have company. So it's like, okay, oh my gosh, I burned my neck this morning. Like, look at this, look at this. Oh my gosh, it hurts so, like, I can't believe it. It's, it's, I was getting ready and I, it's like, why me? (laughs) We do that. We love to do it. And it's like, in my mind, I'm like, that's insanity. Like, I don't want to live there for another moment, right? It happened. It was unfortunate, but now, you know, and maybe it was painful in the moment, but choosing to bring that pain to another moment is a choice and I think when you do that you're asking for suffering you're suffering twice for something that you only needed to suffer through in the moment and honestly I've made this this disassociation or separation between pain and suffering I think pain is inevitable, right? Stubbing your toe, unfortunate events, those are inevitable and they're painful sometimes in the moment. But when we bring them into another moment through our thoughts, through our actions, through deliberately bringing that into another moment, that's suffering and that's our choice. We choose to suffer. We don't choose pain, but we do choose to suffer. And so in my mind, if I have a painful moment, Yes, it's easy for me to want to tell everybody about it and make myself feel better about it by having someone else say, oh man, that sucks. But in my mind, I'm like, you know what? Okay, I could get the satisfaction from someone else telling me that my suffering sucks, but I already know that. And so, or my pain sucks, but I already know that. So actually, it's more important for me to have another joyful moment rather than suffer again. So I'm just not even going to bring it up. I'm not even going to talk about it because that would mean that I have to go back there to that moment that I didn't like in the first place. And so I'm just not going to do that. And that's a choice, you guys. We do have the choice to do that. And you'll, you'll laugh at yourself when you try this, if you do try this, because you'll hear your mind or your thoughts, if you're present enough, you'll hear them say, no, 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 you got to tell them all the unfortunate things that happened today. And you'll it will be kind of like this internal battle to get yourself to not talk about those things. Because like I said, suffering loves company. But like I said, if your ultimate goal is peace, you don't want to add that suffering to the conversation that you have next. And then the next person you interact with, because you guys, that becomes your life, right? Every moment that you draw that pain back into, that's another moment of your life. You're choosing to just give up to suffering when say all these unfortunate events happen this morning and then Ryan comes down and I'm, you guys know, I'm deeply in love with this man. I'm deeply in love with my life. I have Stoney sitting next to me. I have a heater on. I have a blanket on. I have my son that's happy content and I have a book in my hand and I'm going to choose to tell him about these random uncontrollable unfortunate events 
No. I'm going to look him in the eye and say, how did you sleep, babe? And it's not like you're pretending that they didn't happen or that you're somehow resisting them or not feeling them. No. It's just that I don't want any more of them, right? It wasn't my choice to experience them in the first place, but now it is my choice if I choose to experience them again through naming them and telling about them or whatever it is. And like, yes, okay, sometimes maybe I want to laugh about it. Like I could have easily been like, dude, guess what happened this morning? And, you know, had some humor behind it. I think that's fine. But even then, sometimes I don't choose to do that either because it's like I have so many positive things to talk about that I don't even have time anymore to point out those things. And and it's weird for us to do this. It's way more normal and just kind of, yeah, it's normalized to talk about our suffering. That's like really normal. But when you start talking about like joyful things or like talk about choosing joy and like giving up these stories of suffering, that's like kind of weird and uncomfortable because it's not as normalized in our society that suffering is, right? Like we're not necessarily applauding the confident joyful childlike woman out there we're like when they're suffering we're like yeah that's what it's like but when you see somebody throwing that away and letting that just be accepting it allowing it to be and then letting it go and then choosing to be in joy instead that's like the anomaly and I think we just need to I think all it comes down to is just understanding that we have a choice in the first place. So this was super long, but I think it's impactful because like I said, we make this choice so many times throughout our life, so many times throughout our day, right? I already did it three times and I've been up for like an hour. You know what I mean? So it just takes being present, right? You have to be present in your life to acknowledge when you're in pain, when you need to let go, and when you're suffering, when you're choosing to suffer twice for something that you already went through. You don't have to do that. You can let it go. You can still learn the lesson. You're not being a coward by saying, oh, I'm just you know, invincible, nothing bad happens to me by pretending that nothing happened. No, you don't have to do that. But the lesson doesn't come from the the suffering or the shame or it's like kind of like a kid, you know, like, you know, being a parent now, it's like I think about that a lot. I'm like, okay, do I have to necessarily get super mad in order for them to learn the lesson? No, I don't think that I've ever really learned. I've just felt sad more I have just felt bad about myself I haven't really necessarily like learned a lesson from someone yelling at me or getting mad at me for something like I know what I did was wrong or I know what I did was a mistake getting more mad and adding shame to that doesn't necessarily serve me maybe pointing out the lesson 
you know, allowing me to see what I need to do next time. And then just letting it go. Let it go. All right. I hope someone gets something from this. I hope that you guys apply this and you let me know about it. Like I've said in past podcasts, every time that you guys share this on your platform, every time that you send me a message, that you share this with a friend, that you tell me something from this podcast has served you in any way, like it gives me chills. It makes me so happy. And this is by far my favorite thing to do is podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you and I hope you have a great day.